to I'll go I'll go one I go one better. E D C B A PS Universe. The week is over. Guess what? You got JD got you playing your boy. The weekend right ain't here. over. The weekend just started. Oh, the weekend is over, brother, for me. <laughs> I said the week is over. I know it sounded like the weekend, but the week is over. All right. Right. Now, now JD got, got, the, got, the, got the rev syndrome. He's hearing things that ain't out there. <laughs> there we go. What's shaking, bacon? <laughs> I mean, breakfast. Uh, not much. Um, I ain't ate breakfast yet. Um, I'm running on an empty stomach. Oh, I don't eat breakfast till later on anyway. I'm, but I, I, I understand that people like to have breakfast. Like it's, we were talking about Wendy's breakfast compared to, I was like, but I cook at home though. I make, you know, omelets, bacon, sausage, you know, biscuits, gravy. You know, I, so I do that shit at home. Now it's hard for me to get out to eat breakfast time Well, at home. But I get that idea. And I was telling JD, I said, there's a place in town called Grandy's right here, and they got a breakfast buffet for $8.99. Do this bomb diggity. Right. I'd say. But um, Wendy's ain't the sponsor of the show, but if y'all get a chance to check out the Wendy's uh, breakfast bacon, it's the bomb. Right. Uh, well, now, well, okay, speaking of, speaking of bacon, now I got a couple things on that. Um, who was it I saw that? It's Dunkin' Donuts. Is now selling a bag of bacon. Is that is that right or is that correct? Is that is that even like real? Uh-huh. Yeah, my friend sent me. My friend sent me that. Um, when was it? Yesterday, the other day, talking about um, um, Dunkin' Donuts would be celebrating me selling selling a bag of bacon. That is, I can't, yeah, can't give me, I can't even get my words out. My words are jumbled. Forgive me. No, that's all right. No, um. But I'm saying, but has anybody checked that out? Because I, I, I forgot to check it out. I forgot all about it until you mentioned the bacon thing. And I'm like, is that, are they really going to offer just bags of bacon? And I, it's, it's intriguing. It really is, you know? I haven't checked it out. And there's a Dunkin' Donuts um, right downtown. So I could go um, sometime next week and go check that out. And I'll let y'all know about it. Yeah, no, it is, it is real because I just Googled it. And Fox yeah. 8. WGN TV's talking about it. People Magazine's talking about it. Fortune's talking about it. And it's true. Oh. Dunkin' Donuts is selling bag of bacon. Wow. Now, is there a price on there? I mean, it's serious. I don't know, but there's even a YouTuber like uh, named Dame Drops who reviews yeah. food. And he reviewed the bag of bacon, Dunkin' Donuts. So it is real. People are eating it. No, I'm not worried about eating. I'm just curious if they actually were selling bags of bacon, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting. Now it's funny because I can get a pack of bacon for three ninety nine, and you know, make up my own bacon. But I'm just curious what their their price is for their bags of bacon. So I mean, be curious about that, you know. Phone call, y'all. He got a phone call. Yo. He got oh, a okay, phone. go ahead. He got a phone call. Now speaking of reviews. P.S. Universe, I did a boobly test about, about several months ago. J.D., is what it was? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a action to it. I did a whole nine yards. It turned out to be a very bad product. And someone just made a comment recently from several months ago, and I'm like, really? And they're like, well, you know, you don't drink sparkling water, so you should not do a review on this. And I'm like, no, I, I wanted to do it because the 
product itself, you know, states that it's good flavor. It's all smiles and this. And that one guy gave a good review for it. And I'm like, it ain't got nothing to do with sparkling water. I've had other sparkling waters, you know, that Deer Park. I've had um, the Perrier. You know, all these other good um, things out there. I've had club sodas. You know, they're not my flavor. They're not my taste at all. They're I swear I don't drink those things. Okay. All smiles. You know, great taste. No, it's not. So I did it on Get your hand out of the chip bag. I'm trying to talk, man. <laughs> Sorry. You just had breakfast, and now you're eating a bag of chips, too. <laughs> no. 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 What are you talking oh, about? Wait. We'll wait for you to get down eating. <laughs> me fine. No, I know, but it just it cracks me up that it's too easy to, you know, <laughs> hey, I understand it would be I'm not saying negative comment. But uh, mm-hmm. if you want to see deal with honest reaction video is what it was. It wasn't really I mean it was a review, mm-hmm. but I want to teach myself personally, we know what the you know negative or positive was and that's exactly what I found out. It was shit soda. It was a shit water drink is what it was. It was bad. And I encourage anybody out there, don't take my advice for it. Drink it yourself. Go find out. And the people right. that do drink you go try it out and tell me what you think. You know what I'm saying? Back the rev up because I know I was right on my call. <laughs> Other than yeah, that, but, yeah, but uh, add a flavor packet to it, made it somewhat tolerable. Yeah, same thing. Now, if you go to the Boobly website, they encourage you to add alcohol to it to make big drinks. I understand that. I get that portion of it. But to drink it by itself, right out of the bottle, right out of the can, oh, hell no. Hell no. Right, I, I wouldn't even do it. It's like J.D. sent me a video about that guy drinking the Amazon drinks and everything. That reminds me of those Jones sodas that came out a while ago, like turkey gravy flavor, you know, um, bean casserole flavor. And then I watched it all the way up to the bacon flavor, and the dude was like, oh, no. I was like, yep, I'm done with that. <laughs> I, do. I get okay. you on that, brother. Now, the funny one was the one about the grass and the fertilizer. I think that was pretty funny. I, I yeah, that credit. was good. Because I have no idea what the grass tastes like or fertilizer, but I'm pretty sure that's not it. Then they sprinkle sugar on top of it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm having uh, to do a survey for my manager friend up at Wendy's real quick so I can get him out of a conference call. Are you at Wendy's still? No, I'm home. Oh, okay. Now, Rob's back on, so what else we got going on today? Okay, so what I got going, like, did you read those, uh, read that one thing? It actually came from right here in Louisville, Kentucky. So I'm in another group called LMPD, Real-Time Police Scanner. And it's about the, um, it's about the meth being contaminated with uh, coronavirus. Well, yes, now that's, the, that's been a thing going around for a long time. Even when I was a kid, there was a thing about, um, you want a free trip, you want a free or whatever, come collect it. You know, this, and that's how they kind of catch people with warrants. Now, there's been a thing going around for the past couple of years. Your meth might be infected with, uh, you know, your, um, something might be infected with uh, methamphetamines or so- something that, that's contaminated. So they want these people to bring their drugs to the police station to get arrested. So the, for them to even pull this out, that's wrong, you know, because I, I understand the idea. The coronavirus is a very serious topic right now for a whole the whole world is global, you know, global topic right now. So to use that as a scam to catch drug addicts, 
yeah, that's not cool because I even, yeah, I, I have this thing about maybe we should make jokes about the coronavirus. Then again, maybe we shouldn't because it is a very serious topic nowadays. And there's all kind of controversy going on. I mean, I don't go on Facebook. Everybody knows that. I'm a Twitter person. And according to the CDC, the people that are in charge of the Center for Disease Control, the ones that do this for a fucking living, has told us there is an issue. There will be, you know, consequences. There will be this situation. There will be something going on. But then right under those tweets, President Trump himself says, no, we're fine. The CDC has no idea what they're talking about. Dude, I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't care if you were the president of the United States or the fucking universe. The people that control the idea of what diseases are, I'm going to listen to what they got to say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. <laughs> right. And, I know, and today there is something going on where Trump's bashing on Democrats about, you know, blowing it out of proportion. The, um, everything's political now about trying to gain political gain through the use of the coronavirus. And I'm like, no, don't do that. You know, don't do it. So how are you going to make us, you know, better Americans? Don't show us, you know, these deadly things to try to fear us to vote for you. Don't, I don't want anybody, any party to do that. You know, Republican, Democrat, independent, whatever. I don't want anybody to try to spread fear propaganda to get votes. That's not cool. That's not how you're going to, you know, make your people, you know, follow you and be loyal to you. That's not going to get it. So yeah, this whole coronavirus, oh, it, it is right. And I like I said, it's and whatever y'all gotta, hoo, 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 man, y'all gotta check yourselves. <laughs> right. Oh, hey, hey. Speaking of, while we're on that subject, um, I ran across another article maybe here a few weeks ago where they said that this um, fear of the coronavirus could drive up the price of goods and therefore uh, cost of living adjustment for those that get Social Security and SSI could be higher next year. Due to that, oh no, okay. he did it. Well, no, 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 but I'm saying now, here's the thing, like I said, it's we need to focus on what it really is. It's a serious global virus that can affect everybody globally, not the, any color, race, lead, reason. Well, now, I'm saying, but but so we need to focus on you know how to better protect ourselves from the upcoming strain itself, the maybe the next evolution of the virus. I mean, that's what we need to focus on, how to help the the world itself get past this pandemic. That's what we need to figure out. Not try to sell right. the fear, not try to promote these things, not try to, you know, what can we do? Try to figure out how we're going to save people. Because according to the CDC right now, there's 82,000 people affected by this. Now, only 59 in America, but now the death rate itself is up there like, what, two, three hundred, something like that, you know, globally. Well, yeah, this is a serious situation to focus well, on. As right. Speaking of that, I got something to say about the coronavirus. Okay, go ahead. I was asking Rob if I should even say this or not. And he's oh, like, go yeah, ahead. go for it. Okay. So, you all know my friend Chris. Everybody knows me. He's been on the show a couple of times at get least. Well, get, her get her done. Yeah, yeah, get her done. Well, anyway, um... He goes into this restaurant here in town that his uncle owns. It's called Dinner Bell. Okay. And it's not Cracker Barrel. It's it's a competitor, a local competitor. Gotcha. That's only like an area. But anyway, it makes a long story short. The lady comes up to him, a waitress or whatever, and was telling, you know, hey, um, about this coronavirus, man. 
I think the coronavirus comes from uh, drinking Corona beer. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> For someone to not have any idea of what that really is, I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Because I've seen their jokes on Facebook, you know. I've lived all these years. I'm not going to be taken out by something that sounds like a damn beer, you know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, her, he, he, he questioned it. He's like, he asked me last night. He said, man, her IQ must have been lower than a bag of chips or something because she was up here making jokes about the coronavirus, saying that it, she thinks that the coronavirus is a corona beard. Uh, okay, so <laughs> she might even be Facebook person is what it is. Yeah, I hope that people I don't, don't the idea of the coronavirus being anything connected to corona. I mean, next thing you know, they're going to be blaming Mexicans, and I'm not going to have that on my watch. Oh, I mean, no, I'm saying I know right now everybody wants to blame Asia and everything like that. I, dude, viruses pop up from evolution of strains of different, you know, outcomes and everything like that. From what I've gathered so far, every research I've done, this is not a man-made virus. This is something that sprang up through, you know, the Darwin theory of evolution. You know, the strongest will survive, you know, kind of deal. So this is something that, you know, can be looked at, figured out how to fix it, and we can do it because we caught it early. And that's one thing, like, Trump's also didn't claim that, oh, he protected America because he shut down the borders and everything before it even showed up here. Yeah, but what are you doing to fix it? You know, what are you, what are you planning to do to fix it that we have it now? I'm uh, glad that... Of, go glad, ahead. You br- glad you brought up the border wall. Glad you brought that up. There was the a good story. I'm glad you brought the border wall and fixing the border, shutting down the border thing. All right, I'm glad you brought that up. There's a new story I just read where an illegal alien from the other country tried to hop said border wall, and guess what happened? What? He got stuck on the top of the wall, and uh, California firemen had to go over there and pull a ladder up and pull him down. <laughs> well, there's... I was like, that's, that's a cat on the fence. Right, 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 right. It's cat stuck in a tree kind of deal. That's up in the tree. Here you go. <laughs> I, now, I laughed about that. I thought that was sort of funny, you know. You had brought up the idea of the illegal aliens. I, I got to bring this up because I just read an article this morning, and it's still cracking me up. Now, alien stock. Oh, you know it, brother. You know it. Google <laughs> Earth coordinates that shows three secret hidden tunnels inside of a mountain near Area 51. Oh, right, no. And they're, hold on. So they're encouraging people to go Google Earth, you know, these coordinates to see these secret tunnels. And someone had made a comment about maybe it's time for a second storm on Area 51. And I'm thinking, asshole, listen, if there are secret tunnels, guess what? They're being guarded by real policemen, real real guards, real weapons. You're not going to make it past the fucking gate. You're not even going to make it near a secret tunnel. Nowhere near in, you know, these underground tunnels. Yes, don't, e- don't even start. And it's funny because the actual raid on 51, a 60-year-old lady is the only one that went down there across the gate, and she went to jail for trespassing. The rest of y'all showed up and didn't do a damn thing. So don't start this whole shit all over again. Alien stock is dead. You know what I'm speaking saying? Of, speaking right. of old grannies, speaking of old grannies, I watched a video on Area 51, right? right. And uh, this old lady, these two old ladies were taking like a tourist thing, you know, because you can do tour routes through Area 51 area. 
without yeah. crossing the gate. Well, these two old ladies didn't read the signs and went ahead and zoomed on past. Yeah, that was one of my 60-year-old ladies. She was the one that got arrested for trespassing. No, this was but way before that. This was way oh, what? before that. They drove their little granny wagon through the gate. <laughs> <laughs> and then that wasn't the only instance of that happening. There was this tour bus. They were doing a tour guide tour thing, you know, showing the Area 51 area. Right. And they, the tour guide was actually talking to the people back there, wasn't paying no attention, and actually crossed the door, the gate border. Yeah, they were trying to find Paul, what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a bunch, a bunch of cops showed up, and, you know, that's what happens when you cross that border. The right, cops aren't showing up. And you're going to try to go find these secret tunnels inside of a mountain? Oh, hell no. Hell, you won't. Right. You and want, you've got you these rent... Go ahead. you got these rent-a-cop camo dudes, as they call them. Well, yeah. They, the mountaintops. Uh, so you think you're going to get even further than just stepping over that line? Just go ahead and try it. They come down after you. Immediately. Right. right. But yeah, I mean, I, it's it's funny that they, you know there's now Google Earth coordinates to show you the secret tunnels. But guess what? You ain't gonna go get nowhere near those things. So don't even bother. Oh look, they're secret tunnels. Yeah, let them look at them. What's the old saying? Look but don't touch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Speaking of look um, but don't touch. Hey Rev, sorry, Rob. I'm a, Did you read what happened in Florida? The uh, sucking toe band. Uh, yeah. <laughs> at an old folks' home. Now we've got the booty tickler, the panty raider, and the toe sucker. Oh. <laughs> they are out there, man. They come. Well, you know what? I'd rather see that kind of news go on than what I saw the other day. And I sent both of y'all the videos, and that is a legitimate video. And I hate to say it, and I'm ashamed of myself because it happened right there in Orlando, Florida. Not just Florida, Orlando, Florida. The birthplace of the Reverend Fried Daddy. You know, I was born and raised in Orlando, Florida. So that, that changed my heart, that the cops actually had to handcuff a six-year-old child. I saw that. That's sad. Yeah, it was messed up. But you don't have to handcuff a six-year-old child. If she disruptive, first of all, why didn't they call the parents? Anybody? I mean, no one's ever even thought about that. I saw. I was like, why weren't the parents even involved in this? Why were they not even called down there to do anything? Or if they were, you know, did they ignore the situation? I don't know. But you don't have to handcuff a six-year-old freaking child, dude. That's that's beyond ignorant right there for myself. You know what I'm saying? Well, right. here's the thing. All right, so I have, like, here's the real-life thing on me. I have ADHD, and I have, like, you know, disruptive tendencies. Don't mean to. Don't mean – I'm harmless and everything. It's just yeah, yeah. I tend to get a little rowdy. But back in my day, when I did stuff like that, guess who they called? They didn't call the cops. They called my mama. My mama took me home, and she beat my butt. Oh, yeah, I remember several times as a kid when I got stopped by the cops, you know, we're doing something stupid. Say I was like, you know, nine, ten years old, and the first thing they say is, we're going to call your parents. Oh, hell no, take me to jail. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to face my parents' wrath over going to going to jail as a 10-year-old kid. That's, that's the only fear you need to know about is what parents are going to do to you. So, yeah, but I, I apparently this girl, it wasn't her first time she's done this. She has done this to other, other times, but still – 
there is no justification for putting a six-year-old girl in handcuffs. That's just absolutely nine. Now, I understand the idea of being scared straight. You take her and walk her to the police car, put her in the back of the police car, then you go to the jail and do it. But you don't have to handcuff her. No, and I, I know I know it was zip ties, but still, the restraint itself is what you know makes me. Just, I feel ashamed for where I come from, and I, I and I really do. I, I feel bad about that. Yeah, like you know that little girl was screaming and crying. You know, you can see it on video. She was screaming and crying. They didn't bother to blow her face out. Now, you know, no, no, they did scream. There you go again. They didn't even bother blurring the face out. That, that, you know, what about the protection of the youth itself? You know, the Child um, Protection Act. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that she was in the wrong. Done this multiple times. I understand that, but everything they'd done past that, that point, they were no better than she was. Yeah, you know? it's like you know, she was bothering. She was screaming and crying. She told officers, "Please, I don't want to go in a police car. Please stop. Please, please stop." She was crying well, and wailing. I understand that they want to scare her into that idea, but you ain't got to put her in restraints. You know, unless the parents agree to this, that's the only thing I can figure out. That's the only thing that crossed in there. I read the article and it said nothing about the parents being there. The parents were, I, I don't know, but the only thing I can figure is the parents wanted to do this. You know, they gave consent. <laughs> but yeah. And so, on top of that, you know, here's the thing I don't get. Like, did the parents agree to not blur her face out? See, the cops could be in trouble for that because there's such a thing in this country called Child Protection Act. Right. And yeah. they didn't protect, you know, they didn't protect her. They kind of shamed her. Face. You know what I'm saying? Like, shamed her. Right. So she's going to be wearing that moniker for a long time now. Now, at the same situation, has anybody, you know, looked into the fact that maybe she has some kind of mental disorder? You know, that's why she's doing these things. Can't she get treatment? Can't she get help? They don't talk about these things. All they said was she attacked several employees. This is not the first assist, you know, situation. So they took her to jail. And I'm like, but you had to put restraints on her, dude. No, it's a six-year-old child, man. Seriously. Right, but right, right. See, see, now I went, I went to therapy and all that stuff. You know, I went there. Right, and the fact still remains is, it's just it is what it is. And uh, you know, I went therapy for things that I had wrong with me. Could this right. child possibly get therapy? You know. Oh, yeah, because he's six years old. So you catch it at the first sign of it. You catch it at that early stages. You can actually work with it. Now, if you go in as a 30-year-old man with the same kind of situation, it's harder to break those barriers, you know? Myself, I'm, I'm a prime example of that because I'm heading towards Alzheimer's, schizophrenia, you know? Could I have, you know, situated myself as a younger person and, you know, caught those things along the lines? Maybe. I don't know. But I do have a fear of doctors. I have a fear of, you know, being medicated. I have a fear of, you know, being put on, you know, opioids. I have these kind of fears, you know, of myself being, uh, so it's like my mental irregularities have developed, you know, for 40 something years. So it's kind of late right. for me. I want to get help. I want to get understanding of what's going on. But she's a six year old girl. Nip it in the bud. Like Barney Fife says, nip it in the bud. You know, get it over with now. Right. Right. Well, I got to bring some. I got to bring something up, and I'm gonna send this over to Rob as well. All right. Uh, all right. It's it involves a wrestler. You know, a wrestler 
Booker Huffman or AKA Booker T, right? We all know him, right? Yes. Okay. Well, he's suing, suing Call of Duty Black Ops right now. Or uh, okay. Activision, I should say. He's suing Activision over a character in the game that, um, you know, something. I'm sorry, let's see what this is here. It says. He's suing the character, suing the game, or suing the game over a character that was in the game. Okay. Le- alleges where he did the uh, GI Booker or the military thing in WCW. Yeah, well, I remember that. He, he claims uh, Activision copied that. But now that he uses his name, Call of Duty. That's the thing. I don't know. It just says that'd be the that'd be the kicker because there are black people in the military. He has to understand that there are soldiers that wear camouflage, but now if they use his name, if they use his character name from the WWE days or WCW days, you know, whatever Yeah, well, he's did. saying the character David Prophet Wilkes is too similar to his character in WCW, G.I. Bro. Yeah, you know, see, I, I, I can't buy that because there are, you know, hundreds of thousands of African-Americans mm-hmm. and, you know, black people that are in the military and they wear camouflage so i it's hard to say that you know <laughs> sorry you know gi bro unless right. they call him if they called him booker t washington you know something like that along those lines right Otherwise, I, I don't see it as a a case in the matter you know but hey more power to him you know yeah but you know oh. it is what it is oh rob has I, something. I got something i got something Cause like I've been listening to you all, but yeah, did you get that um one article I sent to you about New Orleans having their first ever uh, 420 fest on April 20th? Yeah, having a 420 festival on April 20th. Y'all head on down to New Orleans and go to jail. Yay! <laughs> no, I'm glad they're <laughs> celebrating that, and it's I'm glad you brought up the idea of New Orleans, Rob, because I went and did some research on your little hotel problem. Okay. I know you were upset, like most people are in New Orleans, about the situation of the two dead bodies still being in the building. Do you know why they're still there? Why they're still there after several months? It's been about, they said, two and a half months, and they're still there. Do you know why the bodies had to have been removed yet? Um, I know they said it was too dangerous. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Now, the mayor has been catching all kind of flack over this because people says. She needs to remove the bodies and this and that, da, da, da. But she has stated many of times that the building itself is still, you know, has a potential to collapse, has a lot of um, weakness, weak structures in there. And she wants to put the safety of the rescue workers ahead of that danger. So what they want to do is they want partial, a partial explosion to get rid of those danger parts so they can remove the body. Now, what happened was, yeah, the body parts were shown on these things. They had it covered up. Because they were trying to get this done, you know, under the table because they don't want people to realize, think that New Orleans is like that. They're like, oh, dead body just leave her laying around. That's not the case at all. She is trying to put the safety of the rescue workers, you know, first, you know, because she wants to remove the body. She wants to do things safely. But the situation right now is the building still is unstable and someone else can get hurt. That's that's the thing. So they would cover it back up. And she encouraged the people of New Orleans, people of Louisiana, don't take pictures. Don't take videos. Don't put it on social media because that will give a big, big, bad, big, bad stigmata, you know, towards what they're trying to build. And I agree with that. 
So, I mean, I mean, so the people that are calling for a hit, they're yelling and screaming at her, they got to understand that there are safety workers involved and their lives, you know, should come before trying to remove, you know, something that's from another situation. So it's, I, I see both sides of the coin, but yeah, there, there's, um, they're, they are working on that. They really are trying to work on that. And so the idea of promoting a 420 festival, I think that's a good thing because it will bring more cheer and positivity to the city itself. Right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, my thing is this. I got this one burning question. If, you know, you knew the people that was going to build this building were going to do a Mahente, which is what the Spanish for shitty ass job. Why would you okay. hire these same people? And why didn't you take the city inspectors to make sure that they're going to go inspect the building before they built this whole damn thing? You answered your own question right there, bro. It's not the mayor. All the mayor did was sign a piece of paper that allowed construction to happen, right? Now, think about this. We go back to the 20s and 30s of the days of Al Capone. You know, um, the gangsters, the mobsters, the teamsters, the union workers, the labor force, all these things. Now, this building itself was bought or this land was bought to build a building and it um, was it built with shitty materials or was it built to actually produce a insurance scam? You know, let's build a building and crash it and we can collect the insurance on it. Cause the people that actually owned the building were ready to blow it up the day that it collapsed, which means to me that they had something to hide. Now I'm right. not blaming the officials. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing fingers at the people, the construction people themselves. The ones that are controlled by, and I hate to say it, the union, the mafia, the mob, and I probably, I probably get flagged for this. I probably get called out by somebody. But you know what? All that everybody else. I mean, I'm just saying, this is nothing new. There are people in this world that will do things like build a shitty building, let it fall down, blow it up, and collect insurance money. There are people out there like that. That's that's bottom line. That's that's nothing but truth right there. And I'm not saying everybody's like that, but I'm I'm feeling there's something along those lines. Now at the same yeah. time, we the statue that was down the road, the St. Jude statue, and how New Orleans has a rich, long, glorious history of supernatural um, occurrences. Could it be something supernatural that took the building down? That we don't want the building built on this land. You know what I'm saying? Could it be something yeah. like that? I've heard of stuff like, like lady, that, actually. I was gonna say this. I was gonna say this. Like the lady that actually started the whole movement, Rubia Garcia, says she grew up near the um, living near the uh, shrine of Saint Jude, and that you know her. She told a story how her and her friend, she was sixteen years old at the time, I believe. She said, um, stole a car, right, and they was driving through the city, right. and then all of a sudden she gets wrecked. And took out a pylon that was right there near the Shrine of St. Jude. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you tell me, so, so you talk about supernatural experiences. Yeah, it had to be something supernatural that caused her to do that. There, that's where I am. That's, that's, what, that's, now, that's where I'm at, though, because I can believe both scenarios. I can believe it was a supernatural person took the building away. And I can believe it was some shady, you know, underhanded dealings about insurance fraud. I can go, I can go either way. I can believe both scenarios, but I cannot fault the city official for allowing a building to be built and be collapsed. You know, I cannot fault the city official for signing a piece of paper. Yeah, let's build a hotel here. 
They don't have anything beyond that. All they have is to get permission to do these things. Now, if it's the inspectors themselves are on the take, that's, you know, that's something that's happened many a times. Breaching the palms, you know, doing shady backdoor deals. I mean, that's that's been going on from the beginning of time. So I cannot fault the actual people that are in charge. I got to look at who's actually doing the work behind closed doors. Right. At the same time, Haints want to come up and tear the building up. I'm all for it, too. I'm, I'm all about either. I'm, I can believe either situation. Yep. And, uh, you know, I've heard of Indian burial grounds. I've heard of stuff like that. I've heard, you know, things like Supernatural don't want certain things built. Like, if you build a certain thing on Indian burial ground, most likely you're going to be haunted. And you look at the original horror guys. That's exactly what it's based on, you know. Now, it wasn't, and, it wasn't Indian burial ground, but it was a burial ground of, you know, regular folks, you know what I'm saying? So those spirits are like, hey, we're not having this bullshit. That's a lot of collective negative energies that you've got going on you know, under one roof, you know. So, yeah, there's things going on. Same thing in the burial grounds. That you will have those ancestors come up and reclaim their land. So I, I'm, right. I'm cool with that. That's like, you know, the whole old dwelling in Alaska, you know, that got okay, you know, in the Tongass National Forest. What if that's on actual Native American, you know, um, burial grounds when they start doing all that oil and oil, oil drilling, you know, over there in the Tongass National Forest. What if that's Indian burial ground and something happens over there? Hold on. So let me, let me, let me, I, I'm, I'm curious right now because I did follow the pipeline, you know, thing back in the day when it happened to Exxon Valdez and all that shit. Was that actually through Indian burial grounds? Um, they're saying, well, I don't think that one was. I know the Keystone Pipeline, they protested that because it would go through Indian land um, when they were building the Keystone XL Pipeline. There was a lot of protests going on about that. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Ah, oh, interesting stuff right well, there. Uh, yeah. I got to bring something up, though. Go ahead. You know, the coronavirus, I'm bringing this up again. All right. All right. So the coronavirus over in Italy. You know, there's fears that's uh, causing AMC theaters to go ahead and close down over in Italy because fears of the virus spreading over there. Right. They're talking about the CDC themselves talking about, you know, shutting down school, shutting down large organizations such as churches, malls, you know, theaters, any place where there's large gathering of folks, they want to actually shut these down. But they're keeping an eye on it to see where it goes. Now, I've also heard, I read a couple articles, that in Asia, they're starting to burn their old money because somehow they, they feel that the money is, you know, is what's, you know, you know, traveling back and forth because money is you know, the dirtiest thing in the world, you know. Right, so, yeah. It is a possibility that it's being, you know, not um, transferred through the air or by human contact, but actually by, you know, paper dollar bills, you know, I mean, things like that. So there, there's some curiosity for you right there. So at least they're taking that step there to get rid of that stuff, you know, just in case. So, Rev, I want to ask you something. Since you live in Georgia, I, I, I want to ask you something. This, this affects you. I, what do you think of porch pirates? I mean, just out of, just out of random curiosity. Okay. I am from the South, and I have never heard the term porch pirate. What the fuck is a porch pirate? Okay, Somebody who comes up on your porch and steals your package off yeah. your porch as soon as it gets delivered, that is a porch pirate. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so over that shit because I am an online shopper. 
I'll go through Walmart. I'll go through Amazon, eBay, Wish. You know, so I, I, I expect packages to end up on my door. So the people that drive around and steal these packages, yeah, that shit's got to stop, man. And I, and funny you mentioned that because I just got a house call last night from ADC Service, and they're offering us these, you know, security cameras and doorbell um, screen things, whatever the a whole alarm system. But now when the guy started, you know, still giving the cell switch and I looked at him right in the face and I said, what's the hidden charge? He goes, there are none. So he kept talking and he goes, well, now it is $60 a month. And I said, oh, so there is a bill. He goes, well, yeah. And there's a $99 activate. I said, oh, so where, why you said there was no hidden charges? And he kept trying right. to push and, and he was trying to, and it was like five o'clock at night. And he was like, we can sign you up right now. I was like, can we think about it? He goes, well, it's the end of the month. That's what well, end of the month for you means to get a month for me. My bills are due this month. He goes, well, say what? I can waive the $90 activation fee. Oh, you can waive that. Okay, but I'm still going to get a $60 bill, you know, month, monthly bill. He goes, well, now that all will help your house insurance come down lower. I said, okay, so let me contact my, my house insurance people to see what they got to say. If my bill goes down lower, we can figure out how to balance that out. But otherwise... 60 bucks a month to put a, a lock on my door when I'm home all the time ain't going to do good. You know what I'm saying? And especially, you know, right. now, my electric bill is kind of decent because it's wintertime still. We're not running the AC. In the South, it gets hot, 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 you know? So, yes, we know. <laughs> when I'm running the $250, $300, you know, light bill, am I still going to be able to afford security service that I'm going to be home all the time? So I'm seeing a lot of the negatives in it, but I'm not against it, though. But at the same time, it's like, dude kept trying to push and push and push. Now, I invited him back today to come back and talk about it. And I told him last night, I was honest. I said, I'm leaning towards no, because I don't see anything in it. But it does come up. I do expect packages from certain places online, and I don't want them to get told by these poor cards. So yeah. so well, a, the reason I brought that up. All right. All right. Reason I brought that up is there's a new bill out in Georgia. It says Georgia bill would send convicted porch pirates to prison for at least a year. It's being pushed. Now and this is out of Atlanta, so Okay. So now are they gonna consider it um now I guess it's gonna be um, grand theft instead of petty theft from now on, right? Right. It, it says uh, the Georgia General Georgia General Assembly with tough toughen penalties for people convicted of stealing packages from doorsteps. Okay. It's I'm called glad. House Bill 954. You can look it up, and it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's making porch piracy punishable by a fine. It says by a minimum of one year in prison, the maximum, maximum penalty would be a five-year sentence. Right. I'm glad they're doing that because, I mean, um, honestly, all it is is petty theft anyway. Mm -hmm. So if they're... If they're Straight, I was like raking the the penalties up higher. I'm I'm all for that because that would, yeah. I'm 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 because I know there's probably of you know a lot of people in this world, especially right here in Georgia. Like I say online shopping is a thing, so they expect to buy something from online and to be on their front door when they get home or when the postman shows up, whatever. You know, right? I, but, I get that. But but the theft, like the stricter punishments, will work as a deterrent. And it says, as George current, Georgia current theft laws require stolen property to be valued at $500 for it to be considered a felony. So, you know. But I, but I, I do I agree. I just keep throwing that out there, though. 
I do agree that okay, let's say someone orders something online for like twenty bucks they get a slap on the wrist and they go away, they go do it again. But now if it's that same crime and hire the stakes up on it, maybe people will stop doing that bullshit because it's wrong. You know, it's to make people victims. And I, I'm a firm believer in that because I did the same when I got out of prison. When I when I got out of prison I turned my life around. By the time I was twenty I started realizing that, you know, I was there by my own choice. Like I said, I, I chose to go to prison. Rob, I gotta ask you something. Okay. Are you chewing on your mic? No, I am not. <laughs> I'm not chewing on my mic. It sounds like you're over there sucking your mic. You can't tickle booty holes, but you're over sucking on your mic. <laughs> no. You sucking off your mic, Rob? No. What you over there doing? No. Good God, he man. Thinks, he thinks it's a toe. My man going for the triple bill. He gonna be tickling booty holes, sucking toes, and stealing draws. He gonna he gonna win it all. Yeah, he's shooting for that. That'd be the hey, that'd be the new triple crown. That'd be the new triple crown of Louisville. Hey, hey, no. Rob, I gotta ask you something. Oh yeah, go please hurry up. I got a joke. I got a joke. Go ahead. I do too. I do too. Hey, Rob, this is directed at you. Does an enema get you off? No. <laughs> Oh, he's a giver, not a receiver. Don't you get it? But now, second, I know. And I know Rob's going to catch this. I know Rob's going to catch this because we're going to talk about this in a couple of days. But Bo Jackson, right, played basketball, played um, football, played baseball, and did other sports. And the common catchphrase was Bo knows. So now that Rob is the tickling booty bandit, the toe sucker and the draw stealer. It's gonna be from now on. Rob knows. <laughs> there we go. God. Oh. Uh, gonna get inducted into the Pervert Hall of Fame by Bo Jackson and be like, and I want to play. Yay! There you go, guys. Uh, so y'all ready to call it, or do you got any more stuff? I I'm, no, I think I'm brain dead right now, so I don't know. <laughs> Me too. I'm just like yeah. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. much out of stuff. I brought up what I needed to. Um, we know you up. out of stuff. We we know you out of booty. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Food weekend. Uh, like I said, everybody in PA's universe, the situation that we are facing globally right now is the coronavirus, and it is a serious situation. If you want to make jokes about it, that's fine. But I still understand that. Don't spread the fear about what's going on. Don't look at Facebook and go, oh, Facebook said this. No, go look up news articles. Go look up Snopes. Go fact check. Find out before you start spreading things. And I have started my new campaign, and I am dumping social media, the architecture of fear. And that's exactly what it is. And the only way to do it is plug in and serve. And people that spread the rumors, the lies, the, the fabrications, it's not going to help anything that's going on. We need to focus on how we can fix it, how we can get past the coronavirus, so we can get back to bashing on each other, you know, so we can start getting back to being offended and hating each other and calling each other this and Sorry, this thing just crossed my mind. Okay. All right. Booty. So I do actually have one more thing. Um, Booty. This is out of, this is out of my city. Um, a lady named Katina Powell, who was accused in the um, 
U of L pay to play. Why not pay to play? But not not to pay to play. But the sex scandal that involved Rick Pitino here a few years ago. Okay. Okay. So she's back in. She's back in trouble with the law again. Oh Lord. She's on. She's in trouble for some. I forget what is she's in trouble for. But go look up that article. Um. But she's basically here a few years ago. Wrote a whole book. That exposed um, the sex parties that they were having back in 2013 during Rick tenure. Yeah. Well, and also I got one more thing to bring up before we head out. It just now, it just now slipped my mind there. The idea of cloning dogs. How do you feel? Oh, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm all for cloning. I mean, I know there's a lot of controversy on the idea of. It's it's immoral. It's you know against you know God's will and everything like that. Clones cannot be born without with souls and everything like that. I get the whole controversy of it, but I am I am for it. But the thing is, I don't want to be cloned. Once I pass, well, what's what's the phrase? I suffer off mortal coil. Don't bring me back. Don't clone me. Don't do anything like that. No, let me go and enjoy my next adventures. You know, but for a, a, a pet. If my, 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 my bubba, my duder was to die and there was a way to clone him, bring him back, I would because I, I love him, you know, dearly. And so it's like I, I understand that concept. I really do. I, I, I'm for it, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I sent you an article and everything about that, like, you know, about the clone of the dog thing. There, well, this, this, in the article. Yeah. Go ahead. In the article, like, they cloned the dog, and when they got the you know DNA and everything right and got it back, it had the same memories, had the same you know it preferred the same toy, it uh, it acted just the same as if it you know if it had never died. Right, because like, it's exactly it was kind of kind of amazing. Now, on the human cloning side of things, I don't know if it's possible. If it is. Oh, it- it, it is. is. It was, can you transfer right. your current memories and can you transfer your current like self over into another body? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Um, like, see, that's where singularity comes in. The actual AI, because actually they have technology where they can actually put you, hook you to a machine, upload your consciousness to a computer, and put your um, consciousness back into another brain or into another electronic program so yeah and that's very possible that's all out there like i said for me personally i don't want to go that route once Mm i don't be in rev let rev go let rev enjoy the next venture do not clone me do not bring me back and now i believe in reincarnation if i come back to something else and i have to have a little bit of my memories from where i am right now i'm okay with that but i want to live a new life if i do reincarnate in something else i want to live a whole new existence i want to be something else you know but I, right. yeah, I, I'm I'm all for these things, but I'm not I'm not a cloner. I don't want to be cloned because I know the possibilities are out there. I I don't want to. This so yeah, again. I mean, if you get a sec, if it gives you a second chance to be with your family nope. members, nope. I mean, would you nope. do it? On the off chance, I, would you do it? Yeah, no, 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 no. You don't want to do it. Not you personally. I'm saying like. A family member, one that you're kind of just attached to, would you want to bring them back that way? See, and that, see, that, it goes in the idea of being having a choice because if my kids were to die and I had a chance to bring them back, 
what, am I taking away their choice, you know, to live the next adventure, to see what goes beyond? Do I want to have them back in this world? Do I want to have them live in this crazy world where everything is, you know, falling apart anyway? So it, it's, it's, I would have to talk to them first, you know, to get their opinion. If they say they want to be cloned and be brought back, then I would go forward with that. But my personal opinion is I wouldn't do that without their consent. Because, oh, um, I mean... You know, it's it's just a weird idea, the whole process of, like, you know, I've always talked, like, about, like, robotic bodies or, like, you right. know, taking, taking yourself and transferring over to a robotic body and just keep on living. And see, you know, I'm letting a mortal body die. That's what I'm saying. See, like, I'm good with that for myself because I'm, I'm for singularity. If some scientist wants to take my body, put it to a machine – upload my conscience to a, to a computer program, I'm cool with that because I'm on the next adventure. I'm no longer in this, you know, meat suit. My right. essence is going beyond where it can. Then I connect to the D-Ways, and I connect to the things in the cosmos. <clears throat> I can reach beyond, you know, what my mortal self is doing right now. <clears throat> and I wouldn't try to be a god or anything. I wouldn't try to be you know, omnipotent. I wouldn't try to be superior. I want to see where it goes. You know? Um, because- I kind of- I got something for Monday, you know, before we close out. Um, I know we've been talking about the coronavirus, but I'll save this one until Monday. But um, the possibility that the artificial sugar that goes into your Diet Coke could, you know, run on short supply, a very short supply because of the fact of the coronavirus. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. Monday, then. And by the way, Monday is used to well used to be February thirtieth. Did y'all know that? <laughs> there actually was a February thirtieth back in the day, and it was and it was called synchronization synchronization day. Wow. And before they changed the calendars from the Julian to what we use now, the twelve month calendar, and they separated the days, made shorten these and lengthen these. But yeah, we used to have a February thirtieth, believe it or not. Right. Well, and hey, Rev. Yeah. Real quick, uh, you've seen that movie by Cent- by I can't say it right, Bicentennial Man, right, with Robin Williams, and and that's the whole idea is that the AI fought for his freedom to be human. You know, that's all he wanted. He wanted to be recognized as being a human. That's all he wanted. He wanted nothing more. That was a beautiful story. It really was. I mean, a lot of people didn't like it because they thought it was kind of drawn out. It wasn't really, you know. But you got to read between the lines. You got to look at, you know, what the media message actually was. I'm like, dude, that was awesome. That was awesome. Good shit. Yep. And speaking of sci-fi, speaking of sci-fi, I hate to bring it up, and I know we're trying to get out of here, but did y'all know we have a second moon going on right now? No, I did not. Interesting. It's about the size of a car, and it's our and it's our atmosphere right now. We have a second moon. Apparently, that asteroid that passed by, passed by you know, a couple weeks ago, whatever, drug this you know, space in our, you know, our, our, you know, our area, whatever. So we have a second moon now, but it's not the first time this happened, though. This has happened before. So they're cool. thinking that it's actually going to spin a little bit, then just, you know, fly away, you know, go away, whatever. But currently right now, we have a second moon. That's awesome shit. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. But oh, um, I was going. I sent y'all those articles about Katina Powell. I saved that for Monday. And, you know, get y'all thoughts on that. 
Yeah, we'll hit up on that Monday. Yeah, we're going to get up out of here. We're trying to get up here a couple of times. So, but like I said, we get shit in our head. We want to talk. We want to get these things out. So that's what we do here at PS Universe. Y'all know and, that. And there's also this alien stack. Yeah. And by the way, I'm I'm just curious myself because we've had issues for the past few weeks where uh, people claim they're not getting notifications of the show being on. I need to know if they're actually coming up now because I changed the settings in a group. And I'm hoping that people are actually being notified that the show is on now. That's, I mean, I like to know if people are getting notifications now. I'm not. I looked at my notifications, and it does not show that you're live. But that's that one day. After that day you said that, I went and changed the settings. So I need to I know, know if they are. I'm looking right now as it is, and it's, uh, like I said before, not showing live. Okay. Uh, I wonder if it's uh, mine. I wonder if it's because of me. Now, I'm not going to say because I've got my settings, my personal settings set up. Now, I am recording live in the group, but the group itself should be the one that, you know, is showing notifications. You know, is it my setting, my personal settings? Now, I'm not going to change them. I'm telling you right now. I'm not changing personal settings. Because... No, I'm showing live over here. No, yeah, but no. if you go into the group, it does. But if you look at the notifications, it doesn't. Right. That's what I'm curious about because I've heard that we're not getting no, people are not getting enough cases that our show is on. So we might have to try try something different next week. I don't know. Um, but my personal notifications on my Facebook wall, I will not change those because I set those for a reason. If that affects the group, I apologize. But I have changed the group settings to where people should be getting notified of the show coming up. Um, if they're not, I, I, I don't know what to do. I, I really don't. Uh, I, um, I don't know, but it's um, an issue we, we, we're definitely going to have to work on somehow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, if, it, if it's somehow connected to my personal settings on my wall itself, I cannot change those because those are set for a certain reason. And uh, I'm not going to change those you know, to accommodate you know people to see our here. So it's always live. That they can come in there and do a thing. I mean, we should, we maybe we start announcing again where we're going to do a time frame. That might be a helpful idea, you know, come on in the morning, but, yep. you know, I mean, that might be a way to do it. And also if people are busy in the morning time, they can watch the replay or listen to the replay. I mean, that's always there for them. Yep. But they have yep. to, I, hope y'all, I hope the PS universe respects my, my wishes, my choices that my personal settings on my Facebook wall are set for a certain reason, as I'm sure y'all are the same way. If this affects yep. y'all not being notified for the live show, I do apologize. But maybe we should, you know, start doing an announcement, you know. Hey, we're getting ready to come on in half an hour, you know, kind of deal. Get people, get you know, ready to go. So we'll work on that Monday. So Monday we set up a time like we normally do. Now, I got a doctor appointment on, on Monday at 2 o'clock, but we can do our normal time, say 10 o'clock. But I say about 9.30, put a post up, let everybody know we're coming on. You know, would that make sense? Yep. There you go. All okay, right, that's... so let's um, get ready to call it, you know, because I got some stuff to do today. Um, I just want to say this. Um, don't go, I'll reiterate what the ref said, don't go spreading bad jokes about the coronavirus because it's a serious thing. And, oh, yeah, be sure to wash your hands at all times. And um, if you grab a bass cart, be sure to bring some hand sanitizer or a couple of wipes with you and wipe off the cart. No, because we, I, I talked about that a while ago in one of my YouTube videos because it, it makes me laugh that people will park in the parking lot, grab a buggy, walk always to the store, then wipe it off. 
No, you you are already contracted whatever germs were on that bar. You know what I'm saying? If you want to do these things, get out of your car. Bring the wipes with you. Bring the wipes with you. You know, don't carry the cart to the store to wipe it off. You get out of your car, then you wipe it off. You know, do everything right there as before you can touch that cart. You know oh, what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, don't even touch the carts in the parking lot. Go in there and get you one. Um, that's like been fresh brought in, like I would normally do when I come in the store, and then wipe it off. Not wiped off though, but I'm saying, but see, the same thing is, you can, if if you are afraid of contacting, you know, contaminating germs or these, you know, funguses or microbes or whatever and stuff, wear gloves. Wear, wear yeah. gloves. Yeah. Cut them out. Wear gloves. You know, because you're not going to just be touching the cart. You walk in the store, you pick up a box. And look at the ingredients, or you pick up a package and look at this. You pick up these things. Everything's being handheld by multiple people multiple times during the day. The only way you're going to be sure to be safe is wear gloves. That's I mean, and I and I don't want to make people be stupid. I'm not a German folk. I eat dirt. I eat you know clay. I I drink mud. So I I'm pretty much had you know all the dirty stuff in me. That's why I have a good immunity nowadays. But at the same time, you know. If you have a true fear of these things, just wear gloves, you know. I was yep. going to say this right quick. Also, if you live here in my city, um, and I know you ride that transit bus, you know, I know, you, I know a lot of people around here in my city ride TART, and they done went to the smart car thing, right? Here's mm-hmm. what I did. I, You know, what I told you, uh, I tried the mobile ticketing system out for 30 days, and so far, so good. Get that mobile ticket. That way, so you can just scan your phone at the Bluetooth um, e-reader kiosk and go right to EOC. It's worked well for me. But now and I you don't have to worry about spreading germs either, because you know you it's don't. your hands touching that phone. But but you oh, but you're also touching the buttons on the kiosk, right? No, you're not. No, you're not. Because like what I do, I open up my app, I go on there, I uh, click on view tickets, and the ticket's right there, and then I hold it like like at least a few inches away from it and then I wait for that green light to pop on. Once that green light pops on and I see a ticket validated and tiny letters pop across the bottom of my phone screen, there it is. I go right to my seat. Then I ain't have, you don't have to touch no buttons. So let me ask you this question. When you go to the bus, get on the bus, you use any handrails or top of the chairs or anything like that? You touch anything on that bus? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I always thought about that. That's it. We're gonna call it a day. We're gonna get up out of here. PS Universe, y'all be good. If not, be good. We love y'all. Y'all say goodbye. We'll haul at y'all Monday. All right. We love y'all. Peace. We'll hit that button. Klaatu, Mirada. <laughs> okay, then. That's it. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com.